Jeremiah with the old sediment pour at the end for his girlfriend. <laughs> Producer casual. Katie just uh, always sipping on Jerry Setti. <laughs> <Whoa>. Savage. Hey, <laughs> I can't say that on the news. You're no, it just s- rolled right off the tongue. <laughs> it, just, I, I, it just came out. Sorry, <laughs> oh, <Katie. laughs> oh, we got to save that for the Patreon subscribers. <laughs> oh my god. Enough with this Patreon talk. Why don't we start one? That's fifty dollars. We'll contribute. I'll, I'll chip it. We barely get enough listens, let alone people willing to pay. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> willing to pay to listen to this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Beer for Thought podcast, episode 20. Wow, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. 20 episodes. Too anniversary many. style. Too many know, episodes. I don't even know what to say. I was going to try to think of something better, <laughs> but I got nothing. Happy anniversary. This is our 20th, man. This is big. We're one year removed from being a, a legal age to drink. Show-wise. Yeah, you just stole my saying. I've only been doing it for 20 weeks. How does that work? I don't follow. We like need 20, to be... 20-week-year-olds are allowed to drink? No, at, at 21, 21 episodes. At 21 episodes, we'll be We're legal. legal. No, because it'll only be 21 weeks. No, no. That's not how I do it. <laughs> we have to do this show for 21 years for it to be a legitimate oh, show. I hope it doesn't go on that long. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll be dead by then, for sure. I'll be 21 fat. years. That's You'll be fat? That's a lot of beer. Anyway, but I'm Jeremiah. I'm Matt. I'm Evan. I'm Chris. <laughs> Shut up. That's Zach. Episode 20. Episode 20. So we decided to celebrate since it's a milestone and also because we wanted to get rid of some of our good beers. <laughs> so we had an excuse today. No better time to than the present. Sip the liquids <laughs> of, of uh, the gods. The gods. <laughs> We're giving away 20 beers. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, Zach's going to hit your, 20 Zach's gonna hit your Venmo. Just buy you 20 beers. 20, you it's always Zach. That have listened to all 20. <laughs> we'll get you 20 Coors Lights. Yeah, yeah. we will. Kirky Sigs. First person to show us a video of them shotgunning 20 Coors Lights in honor of our 20th episode. I'll give you, I'll reimburse you for your Coors Lights. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a great deal. That's a great Man, deal. Man, that's a really good deal, honestly. I might do that. You might have. I think Am you I should. eligible? You're eligible. Okay. <laughs> Everyone is. I might do that after the show. I we could to. do first person to donate $100. We'll buy you 20 Coors Lights on us. Ooh. Oh. I like that. <laughs> donate to what, though? Like, <laughs> uh, I think the podcast. Wait, oh. do, we have a, <laughs> do we have a thing set up yet? No. No, no donations. We don't take people. This podcast is brought to you by us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we pay for everything. Yeah, we pay for everything. That's too bad. No, it's not bad. Somebody buy us some beer. We're only 20 it. years old. Or what is it? <laughs> <laughs> 20 weeks. 20, 20 episodes old. Uh, all right. So do we say what we're doing? Yeah. No, nope, we still haven't said. Nope. Yeah, we're well, going. Okay, we haven't. We prolonged it, but we're doing. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. To, the on today's show. killing us. On today's show. <laughs> I bet they're wondering we're gonna, making, what we're going to do. I think we're going to drink some beers. How long should we drag this out? Some really Let's good Let's just beers. start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we could just... Make our way. Yeah, you know what? Let's just pop this bottle. We'll give visuals. We'll give tasting notes. 
They're going to read the title and know what it is. They're not going to just leave them <laughs> oh, hanging. Spoiler alert. People are way too smart for us. <laughs> All right. Well, we're doing Lambics. Yeah. We're, we're going across the pond. Yeah. The big pond. Is it the big one? <laughs> what do they call it? Elephant Butte. <laughs> Which beach. way is it technically? Is it the Pacific or the Atlantic that you're crossing? You, go you could go either way, Atlantic? I suppose. Yeah, I think it's the <laughs> no, you can do either way. You could, but why? <laughs> <laughs> if you go the Pacific route, you best make a stop in Hawaii. Well, some, well some people like to sightsee. So that's why From a plane? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Good for them. <laughs> Actually, you can't fly that way because of the way the Earth spins. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun fact. <laughs> you literally stay still in time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the beer, shall we? All right. The first beer we have tonight is brewed and bottled by the Boone Brewery in Lambique, Belgium. It's Goose Marriage Parfait. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Ode Goose. This is in a 750 ml bottle at 8% ABV, and it's quirky caged. Let me mention the vintage of this beer. 2009. Holy smokes. This beer is 10 years old. That's impressive. This will be the oldest beer that I've ever had. I think it'll be the oldest beer we've all had. Yeah. By quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to say the oldest. Well, we had quite a few old ones in a friend's share, and I think that one of the Bourbon Counties was a 13 or a 12, which, I mean, that's six years. Yeah. It's quite a bit. So, anyway, let's uh, let's uncork this baby, huh? A 10-year bottle on our 20-year, or our 20-show episode. And I I feel bad popping this, man. This has been... This cork has been placed in this bottle 10, ten years, years ago. What a cork soaker. <laughs> <laughs> this is the definition of a cork soaker. But not only that, can you can you imagine that this cork was placed in this bottle all the way in Belgium, and now we're drinking it here in Albuquerque? What's really crazy is whoever put that cork in that bottle, most likely dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Not most likely, but maybe. There's most a likely dead. There's a slight chance. Ooh. Oh, what a beautiful sound. Great sound. That's right up there with like a basketball swish noise. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wish the sounds were reversed on those two things. <laughs> <laughs> Should we put the cork back? Yeah, let's, let's just, you know, <laughs> let's let's just seal it back fridge. up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that held up very nicely. Wow, there's still a good amount of carb on it too, 10 years later. Whoa, that is Looks a pretty nice. color. That's straight orange, man. It looks like high high C orange. Yeah. Yeah. Tastes like a tequila. No. <laughs> I, I hope it's not that sweet. The first two pours were clean, and then the third pour well, got should, set When you poured it, you should have kept it at a decent angle. So the, That's why you see a lot of uh, lambics in those baskets. So you pour it out of the basket, and it keeps the sediment at the bottom of the glass. It smells like Belgium. Uh, yeah, so I want to say, I want to describe Alambic for those who may not know what Alambic-style beer is. It is a spontaneously fermented beer, which means it relies on microbes and yeast in the air rather than like physically put yeast into a beer for it to ferment. This is all wild yeast that inoculates the beer and spontaneously ferments it. So it's kind of cool because it's like... These are each each spontaneously fermented beer is going to taste different because of the microbes and the the yeast in the air versus if you were to pitch a specific yeast to get a certain flavor you don't really know what you're going to get with the lambic but that's also why it's really impressive 
that Belgian lambics are so consistent because they are spontaneously rented. So that's it's pretty uh it's pretty great feat. There's actually not that much sediment in the bottom of this glass, considering how old it is. And it's in the rest of our glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. It's like, I mean, it's there, though, in mine. But I got some a little bit of floaties. It's no big deal, though. So on the smell, you get kind of a light, light oak smell to it. Get a little bit of that lambic funk. Yeah. Yep. A little tad funk. You get some nice uh, bigger bubbles when you agitate it. It's got decent... It's got great carb it, for ten year old beer. It is well carved. Some some grape notes on the nose for me. Yeah, I got some grape musk. Ten years old, it is, smells amazing. Going in for the taste. Ooh, smooth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> incredibly so. Yeah, really. The finish is super dry. It's it's fairly dry. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, in a good way. Not not. It's not off putting. It's like it's nice. It's a nice tasting beer. It's got a really good oak characteristic to it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it's got a little bit of that just signature lambic funk to it. Or one of our... Uh, <laughs> what did he just go do? He's eating some hot Cheetos. What is He's that? Eating hot Cheetos to clear his uh He's opening up the sinus. nasal passages. <laughs> He's destroying his palate, though, at the same time. Right? <laughs> the hot Cheetos don't have any effect on the palate? <laughs> no way. If you don't eat hot Cheetos with your Lambic, you're a fool. <laughs> if you haven't tried dipping them in a Lambic that's been aged that's hot for fries. What I, what I recommend highly, you get yourself a 10-year-old Lambic. You get yourself some hot Cheetos fries or whatever. And you just dip them. You em. just dip them right in there. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Let them. Yeah, they're hot fries. Hot Cheeto floaties in my beer. <laughs> <laughs> they're hot fries, which are superior. So in every way. Today's episode's all about mixing snack foods with lambic foods. We would like to thank our sponsor today. Frito Lays. Frito Lays. <laughs> Chester's. Wow, this is interesting. Like I said, it's hard to dissect. It's so well balanced, though. And I think that's why we're not really... It's hard, no, it's like hard it's, to describe it. It's super smooth, and yeah, there's nothing that really jumps out at you. It's it's balanced, smooth. It's uh, I'll be, it funky. tastes like a, I know it's not, but it tastes like something that would be a base beer, but like a really delicious base. Absolutely, beer. yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to say that as an insult. Like, it tastes delicious, but that's to me, that's what I can gather. Tastes unfinished to you? <sighs> not unfinished. I can see why. Like, it's just they sold it as a base. I don't know, like, it's not a base, but it is what I'm saying. I just, that's what I get. Well, technically, it sort of is a base. I mean, if you add cherries to it, then it's creek. So, you, you I'm sure there's lambics and raspberry, and, you know, yeah. so. It's delicious. It also might be due to the age as well. Yeah. I mean, I, the age definitely has a huge factor in this beer. Yeah, you have to consider this beer is 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a 10 year old beer, this is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm wondering what it would taste like brand new. I think I'm not just as based off an estimation. I'm assuming like some of the funk may have fell off. Yes, I can just see uh, that. just a little bit of the funk, but the oak you do get still you still good. do get that lambic funk, but it's not as pronounced. It's not yeah. as like it's not as hay forward. It's not as like farmy funky, yeah. grassy. It's it's more mellow. I mean, there still is funk to it, but it's not overwhelming like a like a really young fresh lambic is. This beer has a really good. Wine characteristic, like characteristic to it, mm-hmm. like a white wine. I agree. I would say that as well. 
cool. We move on to the next beer. Let's do it. I thought it was pronounced Guzzi. <laughs> doesn't compare to Evan's pronunciation. Was. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, so moving on to the next beer is this is also from the Boone Brewery. This is Creek Marriage Parfait. It is in a 375 mil bottle at 8% ABV, and this is the 2014 vintage. This is the same exact beer that we just had, except for six years younger, and it's with cherries added. Eight ounces per pint, so it's quite a bit of cherries. I think it's going to be good. It's quite fitting you're wearing your cork soaker shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I know, we got got seven corks to go through tonight. Seven corks to soak tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Cork soakers. Oh man, that color is amazing. This is like a deep burgundy. This is like red wine. Wow, you get a ton of funk on the nose on this one. A ton of funk. Lots of oak. Yeah, that's crazy. Probably about five times as much oak as the last beer. Yeah. Wow, that is funky as hell. I don't get much cherry. No cherry at all, really. Cherry skin. Yeah, if it's skin, it's just like... Maybe cherry skin. Yeah, it's like general fruit skin. I can't pull it. I couldn't pull it if there's cherry or not. Yeah, you, yeah. I guess it's a little more indiscernible than... If you agitate it a little bit, you get a little bit cherry, but it goes away pretty fast. Pretty good. I like that. Oh, man, you guys already went in? I just took a taste. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, Matt's that's, trying to catch up. That's quite good. <laughs> yeah, that brings the funk. I like that. That's tasty. So you get a lot of... Not artificial cherry taste, like legit. Real cherry. Yeah, and it's like not, it's like the aftertaste of cherry. Like when you're done eating the cherries, you still have that like taste of cherry. There's a little bit of bitterness, bitterness at the end for sure. It's like the cherry skin. Yeah. It's like the seed. You remember like sucked on the seeds of the cherries when you're like eating them, like like you just have them in your mouth and you're. I always chew those you up. just suck on the seeds of the cherry. <laughs> no, but when you're taking the seed out, seeds. you don't peel the cherry. You bite, you, you pop the cherry in your mouth, and <laughs> you get the cherry still in there, and you just, that's what it just tastes like. Exactly like what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the only one with that. Usually, don't like the one of a kind mental day. state of whatever. <laughs> this is a delicious beer. Yeah, it is. Quite tasty. It The cherry, the cherry balances that funk off. Yeah, really nice. It does. It doesn't end on a funky note. It kind of ends on like a soft cherry note. Yeah, there's really no oak in the taste. You get a lot in the smell, but hardly any in the taste. And it's just like it's not a sweet cherry. There, it's yeah, a happy medium. There's a definite bitterness at the end. But I love that that funk. Like when you're, you know, like when your sip's just finishing up, you got that kind of roller coaster of funk going on. It's nice. Yeah, agreed. It's quite a delicate beer. Yeah. Like this would be great with charcuterie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. Oh, right? And I side note, I love the word charcuterie, and I love charcuterie boards. <laughs> so do I. It's a fun, it's a fun word to yeah. say. <laughs> My wife and I are making a trip to Belgium next year, and I'm going to make it a point to drink a lambic and eat charcuterie while I'm out oh. there, and that's going to be great. <laughs> I don't know if they do charcuteries there. They will. I'll find a spot. <laughs> okay, I'll take my own. <laughs> it's a Bill Jones charcuterie. Just had it all in your pockets loose. 
<laughs> it's a charcuterie pocket. <laughs> pocket charcuterie. No. Wait, we could sell those Holy beer for thought charcuterie pockets. <laughs> Optimize. It's like a wallet. It's like a wallet. You can just flip through the thickest wallet ever. Beer for thought charcuterie fanny packs. Jesus, how many hyphens? With slashes. two little slots for beers you can stick in there. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Merch coming soon. <laughs> now we'll have that we'll have that out and available by the time this episode comes oh, out. So look for it at beerforthought.com. <laughs> we don't have a website yet. We need to find an engineer oh, damn it. And, uh, <laughs> the producer real fast. <laughs> you know, I'm disappointed because Whoa. These beers have been available in Albuquerque for the longest time and I've never really picked them up. And yeah. I'm ashamed of myself. I might have gotten this one in Denver. Pretty sure I've seen those on the yeah. shelf. I think I should feel the same shame. For sure. These are, this is delicious. I really, this is one of the best creeks I've ever had. Yeah. It's so I love balanced, that man. Yeah. Like, much like the, the previous one, the 2009, just without the creek, after the cherries. Yeah. The, you can tell they make a good quality balanced beer. Yeah. This is bomb. Well, the base comes from what brewery? No, they do their own. So, oh, so oh, Boone, Boone does, Boone does Boone their own. Their own okay. And they, Warren, they their own war. Yeah. It's all their own war. The next one. Is the base? Yeah, don't ever question the guaz. Okay. Yeah, the guaz master right here. <laughs> the guaz master. <laughs> Do you need a shirt that says that? Guaz master. Did we mention the ABVs? Did we mention this was eight percent? Eight percent. Yeah, I must. That's crazy. I must have not even heard that. They're both eight percent. Holy crap! Yeah. Yeah, you could never tell drinking that. Really good beer. Next. <laughs> So we decided to do the local spotlight before the break, and today we have something from Cantero Brewing Company. It's a little brewery um, right next to La Cumbre and Canteen. I went in there and... For your Albuquerque natives. Yes, for your Albuquerque natives. Well, it's a local spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, You're right, but what if someone is not from Fair here? Point. Fair point. Then they should be from here. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> don't, don't, don't eliminate our audience, Zachary. <laughs> well, I'm not going to eliminate them. Well, I got to say, these guys were some of the most... Don't scare them off. These guys are some of the most generous people. I, I walk in and they right away, they ask me, Hey, what are you, how are you doing? I see you're... Here's $20. <laughs> I see you're looking to get a beer. Um... Let me get you some. Let me get you a few samples. Yeah, like I didn't even. Dude, they're I didn't very even, nice. Yeah. They're, when I went there with my brother, they're awesome. Oh, so you've been there, before. Yeah. But yeah, do they? Nice. Did they actually say? I see you're looking to get a beer. <laughs> that should be implied when you walk into a brewery, right? <laughs> this is true. Well, I mean, I yeah, it's, they have food there, though. Yeah, they got they got food there. You should have been like, no, I rather but I had have a growler, like, so glass of wine. <laughs> I want your house wine. Please. I believe the gentleman's yeah. name was Kevin, and he was a swell guy. He gave me a lot of tasters and. I finally went to the sour cream ale, which is what we have today, and I was saying, "Yeah, I'll just hope nothing like some sour cream in here." <laughs> Wait, it's a sour cream ale. It's a cream sour ale. Sorry. Okay. Sour cream ale. That would have been bad, Gross. dude. That is a great save. That was clutch. We could have we could have just passed over that, and people would have been like, "What the fuck? What is that?" Cream. Maybe that's oh, why they man. called it a cream sour ale. Yeah, that's why we oh, have to call it a sour yeah. ale. That would Words be a matter. terrible beer. <laughs> well, we don't know that. Well, it would be a terrible beer. You know what? It could be funky. That, that sounds like a basement barrel beer. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> From again. 377 and Taco Bell, a collaboration like no other. <laughs> Aged in chalupas. <laughs> it's strained. It's strained through the freaking tongue. <laughs> 
Salute <laughs> With a dash yeah, of the, fire hot sauce In the mash the dude They just throw Taco Bell in the mash Oh. Bel Grande. <laughs> oh, shit. With $20 worth of Taco Bell, aka 500 pounds worth of Taco Bell <laughs> in the mesh. Unreal. Oh, my God. Oh, this poor brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, with this beer, uh, he was like, Yeah, you can get this. Did you want to add any any fruit flavoring to it? And so I didn't know that they did that. So they have like a variety of things that you can add to it. <laughs> And I added the passion fruit. So hopefully it's good, and we're going to try try to make it through without dying of laughter. <laughs> so we have a sour cream sour with, with passion fruit. It's a sour cream. It's a cream sour ale. Oh, man. The 8% already hit us, huh? You hate to see that. Oh, man. <laughs> I like this podcast. Does the passion fruit does the syrup uh, color it at all? Yeah, because they had the um, they gave me pomegranate one and it was super red. It was, it was, I mean, they they ran out of the flavor I was going to try. It was going to be mango. Seven Eleven syrups, right? No, <laughs> it's probably Tarani. No, <laughs> <laughs> so this one is also well, it's not as orange. Well, it's like a light orange, kind of clear. The bubbles are pretty lively. It smells all right. I get that syrup smell, like the syrup flavoring. For sure, yeah, you get that. I, I don't love the way that cream sours smell. Personally, I don't think I've ever had a cream sour. You've had a, you've you, yeah, you have. You've had some sours with some sort of cream in it. No, but this is like a cream ale. Bits of Zach. <laughs> oh, no. Have you? No, I'm being honest though. Have you ever? I don't think I've ever had a cream sour ale. I don't think I have. I don't. Th- I've had a Not cream ale, but no, no. Yeah, cream I mean, sour. yeah. It smells familiar, though. It yeah, smells. I mean, it's a beer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this guy. I don't think I can't. I don't. I just, I just smell the syrup. It's, it's super clean in appearance. I don't know if anybody said that. Yeah. But it looks like a light American lager. Hopefully they didn't add too much on my tasting. Whoa. Yeah, that's a ton of that syrup. Wow. Syrup kind of ruins it a little. That's very sweet. Mm. I kind of like it. I don't know. I think it's tasty. It's not sour at all. No, you don't. I don't get really any sour at all. <laughs> it's a, It's just a very, very, very slight tinge of tartness, but it's it's hardly there. Yeah, it's not like it's not. But it's a clean beer. Like it's, you can tell it's a well brewed beer. Yeah, maybe I should have just bought the base. That way we can have. I would have liked. I would have liked them to just add a ton of passion fruit puree Mm. instead of adding syrup, like a syrup to it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, probably expensive though. Syrup over. It's really expensive. So if you know, if this beer is pretty cheap, yeah. Um, like say you can get a pint for four bucks. Yeah, sure, that's a good deal. Of course, if you're gonna add like real passion fruit puree, you're gonna expect to you know spend quite a bit more. Um, but so the flavor, the tasting that I had at their brewery, it wasn't as overpowering. This one tastes almost like mm. a cider. It's very cider, like it's like teetering close to the cider, but I think it's still really tasty. This would be a hell of a cider. This would be it one really of the best would. ciders I've ever had. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't get a ton of the sour, but I mean, it's pretty enjoyable. No, and it's I, tasty. I had like I had a mango pale ale down there, really good. I, I had a couple of beers; they were good. all really good. I'd really like to try them out. Yeah, it's delicious. Their their stuff is really good. Cool. Well, I haven't made a trip out there yet, so I still owe the three seven seven uh, visit to their their basement dungeon, and <laughs> I also owe Cantero a visit. Yeah, I'm Boise. Or Bosey, whatever. Bosey Bros. Bosey Bros. See, this is what I have the issue with syrups. It just oversweetens the beer. Well, I mean, we also came off of two perfectly balanced beers. This is true. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, the, the two beers we had prior to this, the no they're just, yeah, there's no sweeter added. And it's just a very, like, authentic, authentic earthy, like, of the earth beer. And there's a lot of earthy notes that I don't think we even described. Uh, but this, when you add, you know, you, you follow that by like a, a beer sweetened by syrup, yeah. it's going to taste artificially sweet. Yeah. This does really make me want to try the base, though. No, the base, base, the base is yes. delicious. So basically, maybe I, I should have just bought the base. But yeah. That's Either way. It's all right. Yeah. I think it's good. <coughs> I really, I th- you can tell that the base beer is brewed well, which I appreciate. Yeah. Kevin will see you soon. Yeah, we're gonna go down. Yes. And visit yeah, Ed. thank you guys. Okay, I want to I want to go off on a little tangent real quick about the service that Jerry <laughs> got at Cantero. That's great. Yeah. I that's how you should be treated when you enter a brewery. Yeah, right. Especially in this day and age. Huh. I have an experience, and I won't name the brewery. Uh, we haven't featured them yet, but we we probably will. We will feature them eventually. But I had an experience that was less than. I would like. <laughs> no, but I mean, the the bartender, she just like, she didn't greet me. She, another bartender took my order and literally the only words she said to me the entire hour that I was there was, can I have her card so I can start a tab? And, and do you need your check? <laughs> and she spent more time interacting with her phone than she did with me, which was fine, but that's that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> if you follow the Beer for Thought podcast on Twitter, <laughs> you'll see the rant. Yeah, you'll see my rant. But, but <laughs> it's a shame because more and more breweries are becoming that way. It's it's not good. Yeah, it's sad because you know when someone steps into your brewery nowadays, they they have so many other options that are minutes within driving where you're yeah. at. You know, it's well, true. this made me want to come back to, to this brewery. I want to go to it now. Like, they're just they're friendly, man. And I'm gonna go visit Cantero just because of the experience. I think they, I think they also have like a porter or a style with like red chili. I really want to try. That's yeah. the one that I had. Okay. It was really good. Okay, I'm gonna go try that. I had a good flavor. Okay, and the food is pretty good too. All right, hmm. next time, next time I'm gonna go there and actually make a sit down visit. We're gonna go. And we're gonna go hang out. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna drink a lot of beer. We're going to break, and to lead us into break is actually none other than Zach's little brother's band. That's right. We've got No Diving, and this song is called No Rules. No Rules. Wow, this sounds very, like, rebellious.
And we're back. We're back from break. Thank you, Dylan, for those sexy tunes. We had a bit of technical difficulties, so that was a little bit longer break than we're used to having. Yep. But three anyway. days, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so it took a week off, so here we go again. This is Guaz Giradine. You Just said kidding. it. <laughs> it's not Guaz Giradine. <laughs> it got to him, finally. It's actually Guaz Giradine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is brewed and bottled by Brewerage Girardine. This is Goose Girardine, 1882. <laughs> Who comes up with these names? It is in a 375 mil bottle at 5% ABV. Wacky Belgians. It's the black label. This is the, their black label 1882, and I'd like to uh, read a little bit about this beer. This is, okay, so Girardin has been making beer since 1882 when, a, when they acquired a farm in its small brewery. For most of the history of the, of the family business, the farm has been the primary focus of the family. It's only been in recent decades that the brewery has become more prominent. Despite of this increase in Foku, Foku? Focus. Fucka. I think it's probably focused, but they forgot the yes. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the increase in focus, the Green <laughs> family is renowned for their secrecy and almost never allow anyone into their room. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you just reminded me of? <laughs> Take your bath. The amount of focus. <laughs> Where they just type yeah, in the bottom and you're just reading it. Yourself, <laughs> <San Diego>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nobody cares. Okay, we're going to open the <laughs> So, Garradine produces wort for the next yeah, it's breweries like a, we're going to showcase next. Yes. And it's also a brand of ice cream. Sure. That's Ghirardelli. That's Ghirardelli. <laughs> Ghirardinis. <laughs> Ooh. Guaz. <laughs> That's like good guaz. It's got good funk smell. Yes, it does. Really good. Very, funk. very, very light carbonation, even when agitated pretty heavily. Uh, it's got like that light straw color, like a light yellow straw hay, like hay color. Yep, same as the first one. Yeah, like a like a lighter high C, watered down high C. Oh, I forgot the public service announcement. If you go to Belgium, don't go on a Wednesday. Cantillon's closed. Three Fontaines closed. Also, they have a purge, don't they? I don't know. Probably all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> probably all the other ones are closed. Purge every Wednesday. <laughs> but one day I went to about Brussels. It was a Wednesday. Aww. Saddest day of my life. That is a sad day. You got to do your research. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is really sad. Everybody knows they're closed on Wednesdays in Belgium. Now, thanks to you. <laughs> yes. Thanks to the Beer Pop Podcast. It's clean. It's yeah, it is clean. It's very much it's like really the... Nice. It's more acidic than the first beer that we had. Yes, I agree. But it has similar uh, balance to me. You get a little bit of white grape as well. Yeah. I get, I get more of that oak for sure. Oh, whiny. Yeah, it's like you definitely get oak. Maybe maybe Chardonnay characteristic, that oaked white wine. Yeah, the wine. Yeah. There's a nice subtle tartness to it. It's, it's it, it works well as a, That's a good sour. Beer. I like Very it good. a lot. That's a good beer. It's a fucking good beer. Quite tasty. <laughs> they're not Irish, they're Belgian. I don't know how to do that. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> all the same. All them Euros, they're the same. 
Just a bunch of redheaded <laughs> alcoholics. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. Don't put that in the... In the <laughs> Why not? It's going in. Dude, just we have listeners of the UK. What are they going to think about me? They'll think you're funny. And they now they know that you're coming, that you're going like to you're Europe. They're going to hunt you down. Yeah, Ooh, they probably wow. will. They probably will. There's no hunt more thrilling. I don't want to die. <laughs> They know he's on a. They know he's on a Brussels at least. Yeah, they're gonna hunt you down. <laughs> they just gotta camp out Brussels till they meet up with them. No, let's move on to the next beer. Unless you want to talk up. about this one more. Are we no, done with this one? Yeah, We're next beer. Here. Let's next keep it moving. The next beer we have tonight is produced and bottled by Goosery Tilkin. This is Old Goose Tilkin. It is in a seven hundred and fifty ml bottle at. 7% ABV. These bottles are so hard to read, dude. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> I don't... Let me try to see where the vinti- what the vintage is of this beer, but I'm not... 2018. It's right there. 2017. It's a 1718, so I don't know. It blends, so who knows? He has another Ubus or what? It is. Oh, oh no. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. There's blood everywhere. So this is um, a little bit darker. Straw color than the other ones, I would say. Ooh. Now that's that's your barnyard musty hay, man. That smell has like an eggy smell to it. It's funky. It's really funky. Let's go in. Yeah, it's not nearly as funky as the smell. No. Which is good because it would have been that stick your nose in the hay too much. (laughs) No, but when you pull back, when you pull back your nose from that hay and you gotta you got a little drop of this beer. It's like all the hay went away. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's still acidic, though. Yeah, this one's the most tart that we've had so far. I think so. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's good. Yeah, I would agree. It's really good. It's hard. It's really hard for me to distinguish. There's like subtle differences. I can can pull them, but it's hard to describe them as much because it's just like subtle differences in the flavor opposed from the creek. That's the only one that's like really like different from the other ones right you all yeah, they're all really delicious all of them you get like kind of like a hay like musty flavor in combination with like some oak barrel and a little bit of white white wine or white grape characteristics and they're all similar to that they're not super effervescent they're the carb is really pretty light actually oh yeah so they drink they don't drink still, but you really don't get a whole lot of carbonation coming off of them. And they're lively, but they're not overcarbed or carb. Right. And uh but like you said, well and they're all they're all spontaneous beers, so they're all gonna taste a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You can taste those small subtleties, but they're really hard to describe. It's like some aren't as funky musty, some are a little bit more tart, some are a little bit more floral, some some you get you get a ton of hay and it just like I said, it tastes like you stuffed your head under some musty wet hay. Yeah. But like they're good. but they're all subtle, you know, and most of the base beer is a similar style, so Yeah. I really dig in the tartness level on this one. Yeah, yeah that's what really stands really out. Good. It's yeah, this one's much more tart than the previous this one's ones. more like um Fruit forward in a way, or more sweet. I wouldn't say fruit forward, but more sweet. Yeah, sweet fruit. Like it's not a, you can't yeah. pull the fruit, but it's a sweetness. Then the other ones. This one has very very light oak mm-hmm. taste. Um, the spontaneous um, musky taste yeah. in a way is 
very light in this. It's got really good acidity. The tart level's great. Huh. This, this I think it's good. Subtle oak at the end, but yeah. yeah. It's really interesting how much this differs from the nose yeah. on the spear, because that was all funk. That I was, was expecting crazy. this one That's to be funk. super farmy, and it's not, which I'm happy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice surprise. Perfect. All right, let's move on to the next one. Let's do it. And the next beer we have tonight is from the Three Fontaine Brewery, Lambic Brewage, Gusterkirch. <laughs> This is the Cuvie, Armin and Gaston, Ode Goose, Cuvie, Armin and Gaston, blend of Landic beer aged in oak. Ingredients are 60% malted barley, 40% unmalted wheat, old hops, and water. Three Fontaine Cuvie, Armin and Gaston is a blend of one, two, and three-year-old Lambics, all brewed at Burridge Three Fontaine. Bottle fermented, unfiltered, and unpasteurized. This is in a 375ml bottle at 5.5% ABV, bottled on October 26, 2017. Can you say that in French? There's actually no French on this bottle, which is nice. That's interesting, though. That I wonder if they have a separate label for their American distro. Oh, is it in English? Everything? Well, duh, you just said it in English. I'm an idiot. <laughs> No, I translated everything. <laughs> cool. Uh, thank you, Three Fontaine, for like packaging your bottles that you send overseas so that we can read it. <laughs> so when I went to Belgium, I had you know Cantillon and Three Fontaine. Three Fontaine was my favorite. Oh shit! Yeah. So we'll see. My first Three Fontaine. This one looks very similar to the other beers. It's got. It's more hazy. My nasal passages opened up and said, "Thank you." <laughs> Jesus. It has a good tart smell to it. Oh, yeah. Definitely some more of that oak. And mm-hmm. a little little tiny bit of funk. Not as much as Yeah, it's got a haze one. to it. Whereas uh, you, you had the first pour, Evan, and you still have a little haze, right? Yeah, well, I poured some of the end, too. Okay, true. But it was, it was when I looked at it first, it was pretty hazy yeah. compared to the others. All right, it's time. It is time. Oh, yeah. That gets you back there. It dances on your tongue. One. It's wow. very tart. This is... Awesome. This I don't know. I can't tell if it's the tartness or the carbonation that's dancing on my tongue, but it's a little bit of both, and it's delicious. That's so lambic. Great. It tastes different than the others that we had. I don't think it's the carb. I think it's just the, the tartness. Mm. That one is just like such a tart like complexity to it. If that makes sense. Like it's, oh yeah, it's complex, but it's also like a tart complexity. Like it kind of moves and waves and tartness. But it's really complex, and I don't know. You can just tell that this beer versus the rest of them is quite a bit better, in my opinion. Yeah, this one's great. This one's next level. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like a step above. Well, it is like a we've had too. some some really great ones. That one's phenomenal, though. This one's a cuvee. So yeah, this is great tartness level. I mean, it gets you back in the gland. This is what's the, what's the glandometer on this one? This one's ninety percent. Wow. 90% glandometer? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, to the gland. It doesn't tickles the gland for me. Yeah. Okay. Just brushes a nice <laughs> feather along It's the a caressing of the glands. It's, oh. a, it's a gentle caress. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one, like, as soon as it touches your tongue, you get, like, that instant shock of tart, and then it just yeah. mellows out from there. It's like when you're passing love notes back in third grade, just a little paper. 
just innocent. You know? Innocent fun. That's what it is. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Uh, I don't know how to follow that, but take that as you will, people. <laughs> Some beers that are this sour, you lose the complexities in the beer, but this one, they they stand up. It's, yeah, it's it's like a delicate super tartness. I don't know how to describe that. You can but still pull the farmhouse underneath <coughs> the tartness. Oh, yeah. yeah you definitely. get the lambic funk and the oak. When I say everything. what I'm about to say, I don't mean to degrade the beer, and I don't mean it in a derogatory way, but it's as if you were to take all these base beers that we had prior to this, all these base lambics, and kind of like throw like the inside of a warhead in it, mm. and it just like is like really tart, but then you still get that base, base underneath yeah. it all, which is really nice. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Get kind of that like um, sour candy, in yeah. a way, yeah. But that's, th- that's not a derogatory way because it's delicious. This is really wow. good. Bravo, Gaston. <laughs> okay, so this particular goose is blended with lambics aged in five different barrels, originating from wort of seven different brews. Wow, wow that's crazy. It's intense. That is a hell of a blend that they. This beer comes from five different barrels and seven different warts. That is a lot of care and a lot of blending to really <laughs> blend it down to where you want it. We're going to have to get back on our site. The Three Fontaine bottle is such a cool bottle. It's just like a nice dark green bottle with this big three painted on. It looks like it's painted on. It's just a really classy looking bottle. Yeah, that's awesome. It sticks clean. out. Like you can see when as soon as you see that logo, you know. Yeah, as soon as you, you see know the exactly three, what it is. Yeah, you know you're going to have a good time. It's weird how all the other beers we've had tonight, the marketing is so subtle on where the brewery actually is. You know, like which brewery it actually is. Like you can yeah, tell the style instantly, but all the brewery. It's hard to find where it was branding is. Yeah, yeah, it's super small font, and it's on the back too. Yeah, yeah, rude. I hate to move on because this one is so good. It's like a savoring. This is the last and final beer of the night. This is also from Brewer Ridge Three Fontaine, Ode Creek, blended lambic beer brewed with cherries. Uh, let's see, sixty percent malted barley, forty percent unmalted wheat, old hops, water, and sour cherries. Minimum of thirty-five percent of the beer. Uh, Oak Creek is a result of macerating hand-picked whole sour cherries on Lambic. All natural fruit and no artificial juices, syrups, or sugars were added. Bottle fermented, unfiltered, and pasteurized. This is in a 375ml bottle at 5.6% ABV. This particular Oak Creek has macerated for five months. And I'm saying, okay, the, the spelling looks like it says Fontanen. But Evan educated me, educated <laughs> me that it's just three fontaine. That's how they say it in Belgium. Yes, that's what they tell all the tourists. Yeah. <laughs> so when you go and order it next time you're there, they know you're a tourist. <laughs> I'm so excited to have this again. Ooh, looks pretty. It's very pretty. It's a dark, deep cherry red. Beautiful red. It's not as dark as the other creek we had. Yeah, if I remember right. No, it's not as dark. The other one is more of a burgundy. It, just smells, it smells so fresh and inviting. It smells like a... I get a hint of cherry Pop-Tart. Not even going to joke. It smells yeah, like a cherry bit. Pop-Tart. Cherry Pop-Tart? Yeah. 
You get a lot of oak in this. I don't get that sweetness. No. Like that sugar pastry sweetness. Okay. Maybe it's not a Pop-Tart, but it's a pastry. I'm getting a pastry smell. Like pastry filling. I just get like a fresh, lively, like... Yes. Field hay, like cherry. Let's just try the damn beer. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. That's, uh, that's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> let's put it lightly. It's really good. Ooh. That, that's leaps and bounds ahead of that the first creek we had. This one just tastes so much more fresh. And Damn, they drink this all the time out there. <laughs> I know. That's just what I, so get, sad. I get from it. It's like, it's so good. Yeah, this one hits you in the glands. This one's almost like a cranberry juice tart. You get like that that, that tartness, like a dry tartness. It, like, to me, it just tastes like filling. Like, like not in a bad way. Like I get a dry tartness. Yes. I, don't, I don't get a sweet tart. I get a dry tart. Oh, definitely. Thank you both. I get like mid-palate sweetness. And then I get like a dry finish. Okay. Oh, it's it's a very very dry finish. Yes, and it's really good. That dry finish just makes this beer oh, yeah, perfect. perfect. Oh yeah, it works. Yeah, I can't yeah, critique yeah. this beer. That's this. I I love this one. This one's up there with Tiki Time for me. That's good. Or Tiki Party is it? Tiki. Yeah, Tiki Party. Yeah, it's com- completely different styles, I guess. Cause yeah, but in terms of like my favorite of my list, this is up there. It's good. Oh this yeah, really good. I never tasted a cherry. Cherry presented so well <laughs> in a beer. I feel like that's like that's the best present presentation of cherry. Yeah, it's the best creek you've ever had by far. <laughs> it's not close. That one's amazing. That's, that's, that's phenomenal. What a delicious beer! So let's uh, let's review. Let's do it. We're gonna roll through "Get It or Forget It" tonight because I feel like a couple of these maybe forget it. All right, maybe. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So. Uh, might be kind of long. It's a long-winded. Um, I think we hit them with just top three. You guys just want to hit them with your top three this time. For me, it's all get it. They're all get it. For me, for me, they're all get it too. Honestly, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm not. If I have some in my house, I'm not going to get more of it. But yeah, unless it's three fountain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they're all forget it's for you, except for three fountain. No, not necessarily. Because if I have some on well, hand, I'm not going to go out of my way to get more. Well, yeah, if you have some on hand, yeah, yes, of course. Yes, then I would get some just to have it. Then you time. already have it. Why would you get it <laughs> if you I'm already have I it? I wouldn't like if, but every time I come across Three Fontaine, I would try to get as much as I can. So you're Perfect. saying Three Fontaine is not just a get it, it's a get it. more of it and hoard it. Buy it out. Yeah, get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that if, makes if sense. You, no. If you say, if, if you have something that you would not buy again, just let it be known. I think they're all delicious. What I will say is if if you've never tried a Lambic-style beer, a spontaneously fermented Belgian Lambic-style beer, try it out. It's it's a different experience. It's it's not something that a lot of American breweries produce, that style or that flavor profile. So it's definitely a unique style beer. I would discourage people from getting the, uh, what are those sweet, Flavored ones. I love those. The They're Lindemans. good. The Lindemans. <laughs> yeah, that those are different. That's a different. So Lindemans are technically lambic style beers, but they add a ton of like sweet yeah. sugar. There's a there's a place for those, and it's not amongst these. Beers. Right. So those those are like added with like sugars and, uh, and syrups yeah. and whatnot. They're more artificial, which are delicious. Yeah. They're really tasty beers, but they're not. Like of the pure quality that these are, no, no, where they're just the base beer, spontaneously fermented, which 
you get what you get, you know, style. So anyway, I just encourage you if you haven't tried it, try it out. It's it's definitely different. Like you get a hay, like a farmyard funk, like a little bit of hay, some white wine characteristics, some oak barrel characteristics, and it's a it's just a unique beer all on its own. So try a lambic out if you have not tried it yet. I think the best characteristic of a true lambic was that 1882 Gerardine. I love. I think that I one really was, enjoyed that. I one. think that was the most true to style lambic that we had tonight. Yeah, I would agree. So yeah, so let's just pick our one favorite beer of the night. Our, All our, right, our favorite one above the rest. No BS, Zach. What's your favorite beer of the night? It's got to be that Three Fontaine uh, Creek. The Three Fontaine Creek, the most very recent one we've had. Yeah, that's that's by far my favorite. All right, fair enough. Jerry, what's your favorite beer of the show? Uh yeah, man, they're both so good. And when I say both, you know what I'm talking about. You gotta pick. <laughs> they're really is so difficult. You're you you fly into you fly into Belgium. You're in Brussels. <laughs> you have a one hour layover, and you have to pick one beer to drink. <laughs> what's that beer gonna be? I, Jerry? I would love to have this beer fresh, and I would be the Creek. The Creek from Three Fontaine. So good. You know, I said by far earlier. That is that is far from the truth because that Armand and Gaston was yeah that one is ridiculously so good. good too. Honestly, when I had it, I didn't think this one was gonna be. I was like, "There's no way this one is gonna be on the same <laughs> level." It's not for me. I will say that the Ooh. Armand Gaston Cuvie is my favorite. All right, and the complexity of that one and the tartness level of that one. <laughs> I'll finish your creek for you. <laughs> bar, is bar none. I feel the best of the night for me, and and that's going to be my beer of the show is the Three Fontaine Cuvée Armand and Gaston. Evan, what's your beer of the night? Uh, it's it's so difficult. He's been shaking his head because he can't decide. But I yeah. I can't because I mean no, you have to. Three Fontaine. <laughs> got Corey in the wings, dude. Don't screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Three Fontaine is absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's one of the best breweries for sours. I mean, I've ever had. It's awesome. I will, yeah, I will say that. I I enjoyed Three Fontaine. The the beer that they produced on the show tonight, I definitely think it was far above the rest. I mean, phenomenal. I mean, we didn't have a Cantillon tonight. We're going to get some slack for that. Oregon yeah. Beer Guy is going to comment on our picture and say, no Cantillon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cantillon is still delicious. Cantillon is a little bit more mild in the tartness than Three Fontaine is, I would say. But, I mean, there's still, there's just, Next level stuff. From my experiences, this idea. We had a creek from Cantillon, and I had a creek from, uh, or not a creek, but a cherry sour from Rare Barrel, and I like Rare Barrel more. Screw you and your Rare Barrel. It was so much better. <laughs> I have one in my fridge. Stone Age love. Really good. But, not, but this creek, best creek I've ever had. Yeah. Hands out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely is. Well, this is a traditional creek. Like, this is where creek was originated. This is how. This is what it was i mean this is what it is it's it's true it's style original state yeah i would say three funding creek is my beer of the show yeah follows super close behind the harmony gaston and silken and all the rest I so mean, everybody picked so creek except for me i was close I, we were all close to yeah picking that. <laughs> it was one yeah. or the other but i mean but still i would say i would say three fontaine is the winner uh like hands down well, that's for it's sure. It's just next level stuff. That is for sure. Well, episode 20 has passed us by. 
And we have gotten worse at this podcast. <laughs> How is that possible? You're supposed to get better what? with age. You've been shittier. We're definitely not the Lambics. What are you talking about? We had like the two. We had the two best moments in the history of podcasts here tonight. That's true. Regardless, if you get anything but a couple of laughs out of this podcast, I hope it brings you at least that. And if it brings you that, then I guess we did our job. We really hope it brings you tremendous pain and suffering. <laughs> Zach, Zach thinks otherwise. Yeah, so thank you all for tuning in as always. I wanted to say before we go to the end, end music and signing off and all that, if you don't listen past the end music, Jerry always puts in these really funny snippets of stuff that doesn't make the, the body of the show. So keep listening <laughs> past the end music. Because yeah, there's a great. lot of great stuff at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's be a cut to the music only. No, pretty sure that collab will no, make well, it odd. We're not <laughs> gonna put. We're not gonna put, promise that because he no, no, no. do it. Here's what you got to do. You got to put his advice to listen past that last part. <laughs> past that last part. <laughs> That's a good idea, Zach. If you made it here, good job. <laughs> you, See ya. You did it on your own without my advice. <laughs> I you know, advised you to do something that you already did, so congratulations. Well, here's to 20. Uh, anyway, so yeah, at underscore beer for that pod. Send us an email. Who emails anymore? It's like snail mail. Nobody emails anymore. Everyone just uses uses like social media. Anyway, to the last drop. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> don't say to 20 episodes. So about 20. Oh. Congratulations, guys. Were we supposed to say that? All right, anyway, last drop. Fuck it. will get you. This will burn your nostril hairs. You know what this reminds me of? Yes. Oh, Lean God. In. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> no. Go in. you to do this in the pod? No, he's got to do it again, though. I want to no. hear it. I love hearing it. At least it's once a podcast. And it's accurate. And it's accurate. <laughs> let's hear it. He's I'm already, ready. He's already talking about the musty hay. <laughs> he's got to do it again. <laughs> Let the man be a little shine. more original, but let's go. <laughs> you know what this beer reminds me of? This reminds me like you're out in the country in the rural parts of Belgium and you run across this red barn and you walk across this big flower field to get there and you open up those big barn doors. You slide it across. It opens wide. And you got four horses staring you right in the eyes. Four of them. Not three. The four horses of the apocalypse. One's named Rosie. (laughs) The other one's named Guaz. The other one's name is Guaz. <laughs> Harry and George are in the back. <laughs> Making love. <laughs> it's gay horse love. <laughs> and you walk right past Rosie, Harry, Gary, and George. <laughs> and there's Harry <laughs> You changed the So there's there's five horses now? His best friend knows him as Harry Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
And it's right behind Harry where there's a big pile of hay. <laughs> and you find your way over to it. And you lift that musty hay up. And you just stick your nose right in it. You <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> you stick your nose right in that musty uh, hay and you take a big whiff of that Belgian farm out in the rural parts of Belgium and you, you put your nose deep in that hay and you smell that must. <laughs> That's what this beer reminds me of. 